Hello out there again in the realms of the living. Welcome back to Thrones of Game, the only Game of Thrones podcast that's still going because we have fresh material because we are watching the series backwards. I am your host, BT Calloway. With me, as always, is Elliot J. O'Neill, the only person to ever watch Game of Thrones backwards. If you've never seen the show, listened to the show before, uh, I've seen this whole series start to finish. My good friend here, Elliot, has not. Now, we did have an unfortunate and unintentional hiatus, but we would, we would tell you about why that was, but we do not have time. A fast podcast is a good podcast. Elliot, what did we just watch? Oh, we just watched an episode of Game of Thrones. Indeed we did. This was season, season 7, episode 7, The Dragon and the Wolf, going back to season 7 when we still had hope for this series. <laughs> oh, wow, and this will be episode 7 of the podcast. That's fun. Oh, things lining up. Stars yeah. aligning, crazy shit. We don't have time to get into it. What just happened? Uh, wait, so this is called the Dragon and the Wolf? Dragon and the Wolf. I saw it. I saw many, uh, two, th- three dragons. Dos dragons. No wolf. Uh, well, see, it's it's a metaphor for the dragon is the, uh, Dan Brady and the wolf is John Von Snovey. Oh. Yes. I've got a new nickname for him, but we'll get to that later. Oh, sick, because we've been unhappy with John Von Snovey. It's fun <laughs> to say, but yeah. Okay, so we open up and we're getting a bit of a siege on King's Landing. We're having a bit of a meeting between uh, various factions, and someone kicks over a uh, bucket with a with a zombie in it. Yeah, <laughs> actually, a lot happens in this episode. I I thought I would not be able to fill the note page books, but I did. It a lot happens, but also not a lot. Did you know what was in the box? before yeah because yeah, yeah. Uh, of course i'm i only watch this show backwards so yeah. for me this is like yeah medieval version of what's in the box i know i was thinking it <laughs> and i thought that we're gonna bring it as like a choice you know we can either have peace amongst our houses or you can have what's, what's in, in the, the box, box. Ooh, i would have game of thrones like game show of thrones <laughs> i like it yeah and like the queen's wingman is all oh take the box yeah they're like okay now yeah Ten of these guards have zombies inside their boxes, but one has treasure. <laughs> it's like deal or no deal, except with zombies. So speaking of zombies, so oh, Super Shredder, is that the mountain? That is the mountain, yeah. Is he a white walker too? Or no, different type of zombie? Different type of zombie. Okay. Yeah. We'll get to that. All um, right. White walkers are closer to Romero zombies, and he is more of like, almost like a voodoo zombie. Okay. For those of you out there who know the difference. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'd like to start this new episode by introducing a new segment. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to need you to provide some uh, some theme music if you can, if, you, if you're inspired. And, you know, we might carry through. We might change it as we go. But uh, My music degree will have not been in vain. Never. <laughs> uh, I mean, a lot of things could have happened in vain in this episode. Ah, oh, my dragons would have died in vain. Ah, oh, my children would have died in vain. But no, your music degree, not in vain, as I introduce in this new segment... Hi, welcome to Thrones of Game. This is Cock Talk. <laughs> Zip, what's that? It's Cock Talk. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, look, I'm introducing this because not only in like season eight, they had this whole thing about, I don't think cocks are important. Actually, it has to be a man, so I do think cocks are important. Uh, here we've got them sitting around just being all, uh, what is it? Uh, it's it's Braun talking to Jamie, being like, I wouldn't be in an army if I didn't have a cock. She's like, what about gold? What do you think I spend gold on? Women and cock. <laughs> what? And what about family? Not getting one of them without a cock. <laughs> Did Kevin Smith write this fucking episode? <laughs> like, <laughs> Would have been. Would have been. Oh, they would have been a lot more about what does the mountain's cock look like if yeah. that was. Or like the zombie comes out of the box and they're like, ooh, look at his cock. Can they still fuck? Excuse me. <laughs> the White Walkers. Can they still fuck? <laughs> 
It's a fair question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and I did like how they disproved the uh, cock importance at the end. Ah, it was um, it was a good thing for uh, Thon? Theon? Theon. Theon Greyjoy. Yeah, because he gets kneed in the balls and is like, whatever, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because getting hit in a body part doesn't hurt, apparently, unless there's a cock there. Yeah, that's, you know, you're only sensitive where there are genitals. <laughs> Oh, is that what he had all genitals in his I face guess. that you can't see? There. <laughs> yeah, you still think getting kneed in the groinal region, yeah. even sans groin, would still hurt. If anything, it'd hurt more because, you know, you wouldn't have... There's like, probably like did... a gnarly scar there or something. They didn't have skin grafts back then. No, they couldn't yeah. accurately yeah, that thing... recover the area. He's getting kneed in the tube. <laughs> oh. I don't want to think about that anymore. Um, but yeah, those were my two mentions for cock talk. <laughs> zip. <laughs> but yeah, angry that was box. the zip going the other way up, signaling the end. Of more, um, oh right. Oh, of course. Oh. Yeah, know your effects, man. <laughs> Zips are like slide whistles. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but another thing I want to bring up quickly before we dive into things proper is how good this episode looked because we have fucked off Foxtel. Yeah. It's gone. We're back to Blu-ray, and God, it is crisp and beautiful. Yeah, like. I don't, I don't think this was filmed on uh, film. Like, I'm pretty sure the film industry as a whole is a long abandoned mostly it. mostly digital. Yeah, but they do sort of still do a post-production grain on it, which I especially liked because, yeah, it really highlights how fucking compressed the Foxtel episodes were. Yeah, and muddy and ugly and hell. Ah. But no, good riddance. It's gone. Fuck Foxtel. I've been trying to watch the last episode of Chernobyl. It wouldn't play. I'm so, I was so pissed last night. Oh. You know when you get to the end of a day, you've been looking forward to a show, you just want to relax and have your simple little cup of tea and you watch your horrible tragedy. No, <laughs> I was denied. I'm, 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 I was upset. It was your own personal Chernobyl. <laughs> <sighs> if I... Anyway. So, uh, what else? Okay, main plot points that happens in this one. Let me have a little browse through. Uh, if any any quick uh, thoughts up front before we dive in? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just to echo those points. Man, this was such a vivid episode. And its choice of uh, colouring each scene um, was really quite beautiful in parts. And, yeah, I don't know how much to blame Foxtel. Like, before I was blaming the TV a lot. But, yeah, I think Foxtel had a lot to do with it. Like, And, I mean, you know, given the long night was uh, objectively terrible looking episode mm-hmm. according to a lot of people yeah but you know by contrast yeah this one had some really cool coloring and even in that end scene with the dragon where it was yeah. mostly grays there was contrast still yeah you could see what the fuck was going on it had blue fire it looked dope as fuck yes <laughs> it was so crisp and clear you could see the cameo from the members of mastodon oh man that made me so excited <laughs> I, I rewound it just yeah. to make sure that was them that was sharp too i knew they were in the series somewhere and i never actually saw them and you picked it up for try it's nicely done man yeah um and i gotta ask what is blue fire anyway does that have like icy power behind it honestly i don't think we ever fully find out the important thing is it has the like concussive force behind it because it just knocks the shit out of that wall and i kind of love how quickly that's over yeah the wall we haven't been there much post uh you know this episode actually because it doesn't matter anymore it's been knocked over but uh, the whole time, it's been this, like, la- you know, the, the first line of defense against the White Walkers, and they just rock up and, like, bam, knock, yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, it doesn't, like, look like it melts the snow either. No. And we didn't really get a clear explanation of that later on in the series. But, yeah, to me, I, I don't know. Did he even, like, possess him with White Walker powers? Or did he just give him a shitload of, like, Arctic Blast 5 gum? <laughs> like, cause this is what happens when you chew 5 gum. <laughs> Wow, that's a like deep cut to like ten years ago like, to for a gum commercial. Do they even have five gum anymore? No, I don't think so. 
Well, and that's the impact that that whole gum had on our lives. It's <laughs> crazy. Uh, this is also a uh, pretty important moment in this where we see a particular execution of a particular character. Oh, so this is my first time meeting... Um, uh, Littlefinger is his easiest name. He's also... Littlefinger? Yeah, it's, I don't know why he's called that. I don't know if they ever explain it. They probably do in the books, but... Um, <laughs> I like how I had to mime pushing my glasses up there, even though we're on a <laughs> podcast, and I just it's just part of the bit. Um, what's his actually? Lord B something. Bailiff? Baelish. 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 Yeah. See, the funny thing is, like, my first note on him was, who's the gossipy dick with the obvious <laughs> die job? <laughs> That's Lord Baelish. Because <laughs> I don't know if they show a lot of his betrayal or whatever leading up to this, but yeah, I knew from the second I saw him and being the only die job in all of uh, Game of Thrones <laughs> that this dude is no good. Uh, if you want to play a fun game, go uh, play What Accent Is That this episode? Because <laughs> he swings a lot. It's unfortunate. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, uh, uh, Kit Harrington does too a bit, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. I think, because, well, at least in Kit Harrington, I'm not, it feels like it's more of a fantasy voice and he's not quite basing off anything in particular. Yeah. Whereas um, Lord Baelish seems to be kind of Irish sometimes and kind of not. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's, I don't know. Uh, blame the director for not yelling, cut, do it again, remember the accent this time, God damn it. Yeah. I, so, I mean, I had trouble to, to, uh, hearing the accent in the first scene he was in because he just sounded like he was a gossiping bitch in that <laughs> oh, scene. Oh, yeah, pretty much. He's like, hey, handsome girl, oh my God, do you know what I heard? I like to play a game. It's called being fucking paranoid. Yeah. So what's the most paranoid thing you can think of? <laughs> yeah. Well, people just will dish about it. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although I will say I like that scene. I like this whole, uh, we'll see it a bit more in season seven, this whole Sansa Arya thing where there's a bit of uncertainty and I kind of wish they'd leaned a little bit more into it because it was intense when you get there and they you know meet up and you're like oh they're finally together oh well no they wouldn't do that wait this is Game of Thrones no they wouldn't have sister turn on sister surely not yeah <laughs> and then uh, yeah, it's a little uncertainty but here's the solution they don't no <laughs> just a real good throat slit yeah oh that, that was some good violence and this was like the first fucking violence in this episode which I gotta say, I know there's a lot of character build-up that I'm missing right now in context and right, but holy fucking shit, this was like the worst parts of Phantom Menace for the most part of it. This was a lot of diplomacy and a lot of chat, yeah. Oh, this episode did not get good until the like, last 40 minutes. Yeah, the whole beginning where they're like, uh, we could kill each other, but here's a white walker we've got in a box. Ha-ha. <laughs> it's still like the what's in the box scene. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, play what's in this box. <laughs> and Zombie I liked how, like... That uh, uh, callous face, like, really does have an eye the for hound, distance. Yeah. Oh, the hound? Oh, okay. These people have a lot cooler names sometimes no, than it's, um, give them. No, no, I'm just uh, making sure we enforce each nickname because it's been a while. Oh, and yeah, People may have forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Although callous face, come on. <laughs> He's the, yeah, he looks more like a callous face than a hound. It's <laughs> true. Uh, but he has a real eye for distance. You know, he dropped the box and he's like... Yeah, that's roughly how far the chain will reach before it hits <laughs> Seesaw in the face. <laughs> He's got some good spatial reasoning, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> knew exactly, you know, the timing of, where. Well, okay, now I better intervene. And yes. <laughs> you know, he knew how to take it. I, I like to imagine, because you have to assume they had a little discussion, all right, now we're going to let him out, but they're going to be like, oh, that's just a guy in a costume, so you're going to have to, like, hack him up a bit yeah. before we kill him properly. Actually, John, you should kill him properly, because that'll be, like, a big moment. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> like, I just, uh, I, I enjoy the brainstorming mess meeting they must have had to decide how to do this best. Did they only have one White Walker? Did they capture more and just rehearse it a few times just no. to make sure they get and so, it right? Yeah, in this watch through, I keep thinking of what, what could be the funniest fuck-ups. Like, 
uh, you know, Dan Brady lands with a dragon and then just fucks up the dismount and land, falls over. <laughs> it's like, meant to do that? Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, and speaking of uh, Dan Brady's braid watch. Um, <laughs> braid watch. Yeah, she had like the braids coming out like at the end. It's like uh, she totally ran out of time. She had to make this meeting oh, wow. and that's why she was running late. because <laughs> ah, getting she braided. She's like, nope, got it. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. I really want my hair to be fully in braids, but I don't have time. Dragon, we got to go. Because you know what? I'll be there and I'll have these cool flowing locks and uh, Seesaw will be there and she's got these short hair looks like a boy. Yeah, I'm going to toast that bitch. I like the the more we watch this, the more we turn Game of Thrones into like a high school drama. Yes. It's a lot of fun. It it is not Game of Thrones, it's Mean of Girls. (laughs) Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, in that scene, there's a whole lot of staring as well. I kind of noticed that, that on this watch through. So we get uh, Jamie staring at Brienne of Tarth. Uh, the Cleganes, st- the Mountain and the Hound are staring at each other. Theon and Euron are, Euron are staring at each other. A lot of stares in that scene. There's a lot of, mm, oh, I see you. Oh, I see you back. Mm. Mm. And yeah, Euron staring down at uh, 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 Barney Rubble, uh, fucking, uh, what's his, Tyrion? Yep. <laughs> yep. Being just an absolute jerk. Although I do love their back and forth of just, oh, you're the littlest threat here. Oh, you explained the joke. That just ruins it. <laughs> it's a good bit. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we did kind of skip ahead, but let's just bounce around a little bit. Uh, violence. Oh, yeah. So back to my point about the last 40 minutes being the best part of it. Uh, yeah. So we got the slashing scene. We got a bit of fisticuffs we mentioned before. Um, yeah, with uh, Theon trying to convince them to go save Yara, and there's a bit of... I'd like that scene. You know, it's, he's not the toughest guy, but he just keeps getting up, and that's good. Yeah, yeah. And he's all like, don't do it for me. I'm a traitorous coward bastard. Do <laughs> it for Yara. She's cool. Hmm. Yeah, good bit. Yeah, I could do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and in the scene where... Uh, br- br- Bradish? Br- Branish? Baelish. Uh, just, that's why we stick to Littlefinger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have to think Lord and then, because he's pretending to be Irish, like Baileys. All ah, right. Baelish. Because <laughs> I wonder, like, because he looks like he's doing like a Reed Richards. Is that Mr. Fantastic? A little bit. Uh, yeah, but I don't want to give him that nickname because he is not. Um, no, he's not Mr. Fantastic. He, he is not the stretchy man. <laughs> no. Well, the thing is, he's popped up in a few other bits and pieces. If you remember the beginning of Dark Knight Rises, he's the CIA officer who kidnaps Bane oh. and is pretending to throw people out of a plane. And he's in a few other bits and pieces. Hmm. Oh, you almost had a, a rhyming thruplet there. Oh, he is in a uh, movie you really liked, Sing Street. He's the dad. Oh, no shit. Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, yeah, people, check out Sing Straight. It's a really good movie. Really uplifting. If you want to feel good and listen to some 80s tracks. Yeah, fucking A. Uh, but yeah, in that scene, it's, I was wondering, because is this a common room for them to execute people in? Um, I, No, I don't know if we've had any executions here before. Mm. It's like the place you would definitely have a trial. You know, it's a big grand area where everyone can watch the, the proceedings unfold. Yeah. But uh, for straight out execution... No, not so much. Because I'd expect, you know, that stonework to be, like, a lot more bloodstained if not. Yeah. I mean, we're living in a pre-tarp era here. Yeah, pre-bleach era. So <laughs> yes. Someone's like, you couldn't have taken him outside. I mopped that floor. <laughs> okay, you're all like, ooh, big dramatic scene. And I'm like, all right, shit. <laughs> See, what you don't get is when I drag him outside, that leaves a trail as, ah, just yeah. fine. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Well, yeah. From at least now on, as and oh, how do I get inside to the 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 courtroom? No, just follow the trail of bloodstain. Uh, uh, I mean, oh, oh. shit. We should have thought this through. 
Yep. See, that, all the scenes that are just happening in the... I've always wanted to do, like, a skit series just based off guards who are like, ah, oh, do we get conquered? <laughs> Shit, who's in charge now? All right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, will my, uh, will my superannuation carry over? Like... I mean, this is important. I got <laughs> I got mouths to feed. Yeah. <laughs> That's who I'm loyal. The mouths. Yeah. Lo- loyalty <laughs> to the mouths. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we already mentioned the, the wall violence with the dragon and shit. So we'll move to one of our other questions. Uh, MVP, so a character moment or an actor moment or a scene that really kind of stole it for you. Ah, fuck, because we get a pretty even distribution of a lot of characters here. Yeah, there are a lot of pretty intense, like, one-on-one scenes that I quite liked. So uh, I'll pitch first if you want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a few for the... um, I did, like, uh, you know... Sansa and Littlefinger, their little, you know, what's the worst thing she could she could be after? That's mm. a nice little back and forth, but probably not my winner. Um, I do like Jamie and Cecil Lannister at the end, where she's all like, no, I'm not going to do all that stuff I said I'm going to do. Uh, she's not good at killing brothers. <laughs> she fails to do it twice true. in this episode. It's true. She, she, but there, that is probably going to be my MVP scene is going to be... Uh, Barney Trouble, as I put him in this one, because he's stirring some shit. Yeah. And Cecil Lannister and their whole back and forth. That's some good dramatic heavy lifting on both the part of uh, Lena Headley and... Come on, brain. <laughs> Come on, you just watched him. Dieter Brummer. <laughs> nope. He's just going to be Barney Rubble. <laughs> Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Damn it. There it is. Yeah, I especially... I think it's because I assume Dinklage is like in the series, the yeah. last name. You know, Sir Peter of Dinklage. Yeah, it sounds way more Game of Thronesy than a little Tyrion bit hobby, hobbitish, uh, hobbitish, actually. Hobbitish, yes. hibbity hobbitish. Welcome to the Shire of Dinklage. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Um, yeah, because especially that scene where he like breathes a sigh of relief and pours the wine and then gives Eric a fuck. Mm. That's some like really cool unspoken acting there. Yeah. Yeah, look, I'd say that's it, but I don't want to steal your answer, so I will say, yeah, Arya and... We can and... agree, it's cool. <laughs> uh, well, just for the sake of something different, yeah, Arya and Jean Grey at the end, where, oh, you're still a little weirdo. Oh, well, fuck you, bitch. Ha <laughs> <laughs> we're <Yeah>. sisters. <laughs> <laughs> we have an uneasy alliance now. Yeah, no, I took that more as just a gentle ribbing of, of sisterhood. That's nice. <laughs> Actually... Uh, yeah, and another sort of MVP moment, like, I think I'm coming around to uh, Samwise. Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. He, sh- he, sh- uh, he who should be in another series. Yeah. Well, I even wrote in my notes here, even his facial hair doesn't look like it belongs on his <laughs> face. Like He's borrowed it from somewhere else. Yeah. Um, I thought he had a really cool back and forth with Albrand, and like, even as he walks <laughs> in, it's like, I know you. Oh, dude. And like, it's just like, Jesus Christ, Albrand, you are such an ominous asshole. Yeah. Uh, he's especially like, I, I heard you went north of the wall. Yes, I became the three eyed raven. I don't oh. know what that means. <laughs> it's the, uh, oh, did you now? <laughs> don't know what that is. Sounds good. Is that the name of your band? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same noise that my mum makes when I tell her I went to a concert recently. Oh, yeah. I saw Childish Gambino last week. Oh, did you? <laughs> Was Were they good? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Every time I went to a concert, Dad would ask me who it was. Like, in my head, I'm like, I know you're not going to know. I'm going to say the name. You're going to repeat the name back to me. I'm going to repeat the name back to you. And then you'll say, How are they? Yeah. I mean, I love you, Dad, but this, we've done this so many times. Yeah. <laughs> so, who did you see? Queens of the Stone Age. Queens of the Stone well, Who are they? <laughs> oh, they like Queen? No. no, no. <laughs> ah. All right, let's see what else we got here. Oh, sorry, I forgot a segment on cock talk. Uh, we uh, have mention of Podrick's magic cock. 
Oh, hey, I've watched season eight. We never saw uh, Tyrion suck that magic cock. He never did. But that was just, I think, metaphorical sucking off. Was um, it a metaphorical magic as well? I mean, we don't know. <laughs> but there's going to be, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit to a question. Uh, why do we think he may, may or may not have a magic cock? Oh, well, I mean... How did we get here? <laughs> if we're living in a world where the mountain has been blessed with uh, voodoo powers, then, you know, all bets are off. So, uh, how did he get magic? Uh, I, I think there's fairies in the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fairies in the world blessed his dick. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, they can't have sex with the humans and destroy mm. them. So, you know, they uh, are pleasure like men pa- in other ways. forward. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. And, yeah, their way of giving an orgasm is to bless the cock with magic. <laughs> All right, you know what? Um, if someone out there has read the books and can verify this, <laughs> uh, we do not have any social medias for this podcast. Nope. <laughs> but uh, Simpsons Index, hit us up there. Simpsons Index yeah. at Simpsons Index. Yeah, that's it. That's our spinoff to our social media feed. That's our it? that's our original. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you call that, whatever we spun off from. That was the wheat from which we spun. Goal. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to move on. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. We had a nice little bit of fuck loyalty here, which was, we're considering for the show title, but that's going to be three fucks in a row. I don't yep. know if we want that. <laughs> it, maybe it should just be cock talk. <laughs> yeah. For something that's become a tradition, it did start with uh, the episode fuck tradition. <laughs> yep. Yep. But now we have fuck loyalty. I kind of like that between uh, Jamie and Brian. And I think yeah. it's Jamie and Brian. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Tilda Swanson. Yep. Yep, another fucking powerful scene. She kicks mm-hmm. ass. Yeah, didn't do much, but what she did was great. Oh, she, she fucking owns. Just a moment. Leaving it in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I figured you might. Um, oh, yeah, and there's a great little back and forth with John. He's all like, without honesty, so, oh, honesty, words just mean nothing. And the better lies, oh, the just lies just get better and better. I forgot the line. I'm losing his accent. <laughs> it's hard to keep up. Sorry, Kerry, Kip Harrington. <laughs> yeah, n- no wonder why I thought he was a bit inconsistent because of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gotta take a lot of breaths in between. <laughs> was that also the one where Tyrion goes, well, the immediate problem is that we're fucked. Yep. <laughs> yeah, dug that. Um, yeah. But uh, speaking of fuck talk as well, what about the other segment about fuck? Oh, yeah, we're getting there. Question three, nudity. We're all out of order, but who gives a shit? Yay. Because fuck tradition. Yes. Uh, yeah, nudity. Finally. We got a bit of sight on all the things, really. I did write, because we mostly see John Von Snovey's butt. Uh, so I wrote down, we saw a lot of where the snow doesn't shine. Ha. <laughs> all right, because that was my nickname for him, John Bum Snovey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'm a boy. John Bum Snowy. But yeah, just when I thought in this very long episode that we weren't going to get any nudity, yep. we saw some, saw some dude butt, saw some Dan boob. Yep. I'm down. Some some Dan side boob. It was all, yeah, it's nice. Nice little scene. It's a very kind of realistic sex scene as well. None yeah. of this high glitz and stuff. It's like, yep, that's roughly what it looks like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no Vaseline on the lens or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no candles, no 17 women around one dude. I wouldn't be able to do it with that many candles around that you see in most Hollywood oh, sex yeah, scenes, man. Just massive fire hazard. Exactly. And the temperature in that room is going to be climbing rapidly. <laughs> and especially, yeah, you see the scenes where they put it on the bed head and it's just like, no. well, that is just poor, poor no. forward planning. Come on. 
You're just asking for a fire or some kind of wax burn. Yeah. Unless you're into that, of course. No shame. Like the caterpillar from The Simpsons. <laughs> Damn that cat. The screamer pillar? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, I do have like a sub question, which is memes. There's only one I can think about from this episode, and that was uh, post the death of Littlefinger. Oh, wait. You haven't got to that bit yet. Um, no. There's a thing. Arya can, Arya can change faces. I won't. I'll just spoil that. Uh, but they were just like um, post that scene. There were a lot of memes of uh, Arya walks in. Sansa's like, I'm not going to turn around because I know you're wearing his face. You're wearing his <laughs> face, aren't you? No. <laughs> Go change. <laughs> she can change faces? We'll get there. She's like Shang Tsung? I, I accidentally backshadowed a spoiler there. <gasps> I know. Well, again, you'll get there. Yep. It'll still be a surprise when it happens. Anyway. I'll, uh, I'll promise to look surprised. You damn well better. All right, so that is nudity, that is violence, that is our MVP. Uh, do you have any other notes before we want to proceed to the end here? I, th- uh, I have so many, and yet I don't know if I want to talk about anything. Oh, <laughs> uh, in that scene with Tyrion and uh, Seesaw, you're doing that rant, and she's got her hand on her stomach, and he goes, you're pregnant, and it's like, duh. <laughs> Whenever a woman puts her hand on her stomach, it means she's pregnant. Do you ever see women put their hand on their stomach otherwise? Unless they've just had a bunch of curry. <laughs> Uh, but no, she doesn't look like the type of person who enjoys curry. So I did write down seesaw pregnant. Pregnant. It's hard to write notes and watch a show at the same time. I, I know, know I was doing that, that bit off of how to, uh, was it, that, that that bit on the internet. It was like, someone's looked up the, um, like, ask Google and oh, pe- yeah. all the people who have spelled pregnant wrong. <laughs> pregnant. 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 Can I get pergnant when I'm already pagnant? <laughs> yeah, it's the cousin to the how do you make a Waluigi board. <laughs> but to be fair, Ouija is a hard word to spell. Mm-hmm. Per- pregnant is not. I nearly said pergnant. <laughs> You've been cheeseburgered. And speaking of pergnant, uh, we mentioned that Dan Brady can't have children. So that was interesting. There's a kind of. That's what my note, Baron Be- Dan Brady, meant. Ah. <laughs> That I damn tiki idol. I thought I was going for like a, she's a pilot, she's, she's a <laughs> red baron or something. I don't know. Well, she didn't fly around a bunch. No, yeah. no, she is baron, um, which is interesting as a good um, film theory episode uh, where they discuss that Dan Brady is probably so inbred she would be unable to have children because of that. All right. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's interesting. It also suggests she may be going insane. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that was the other joke I was going to make. We saw Harrington's kit. Uh, we didn't see Harrington's kit. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so, yeah, he sort of took that as a, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, later on, he's all like, we could sail together. And I was like, ooh, sail in quotations yeah. there. <laughs> oh, we're going to sail up to, to, what, to the, the fuck. Yeah, player. it's the same as come sail away by sticks, what they're actually talking about. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, another good scene with Theon and John Von, uh, John Bum Snowy. Mm. Um, yeah, just about honor and things. A lot of background there. I figured that would probably be kind of boring for you because they're talking a lot of back, but... Uh, background history but there was a good line of like i've done a lot of things i'm not proud of well not compared to me no not compared to you holy shit you are just the most fucked motherfucker <laughs> For, uh yeah because i lacked context there i was just like imagining i were actually have a having an argument about how handsome uh, they are <laughs> and but they were actually saying um they're ugly and he's like oh you're right i am much uglier than you but i'm still <laughs> handsome right no. right <laughs> maybe for a ginger yeah. <laughs> uh, gonna put a war on gingers <laughs> take that cockless <laughs> 
Nice. Well, that about wraps up my notes. How about you? Uh, Jean oh, Grey wait. is the only character who uh, is always in grey scenes, I've noticed. Yeah, well, to be fair, she's North. And I think that's also something quite good for this episode is every different location is very differently colorized. Yeah. So I think that works very well. Another downfall with the long night is that it was mostly the same color palette all the way through. Yeah, I just you can you watch this scene when it's got a dragon and you can see everything and it's like fuck you guy who made the long night who's like uh, the problem is your television. <laughs> you guys suck, not us. And oh. yeah, Jean Grey and always in grey scenes and she's like one of the characters that doesn't have grey in her last name. <laughs> yep. Maybe I have to contrast because she's very pale. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Raygun has the worst fucking hair in the world. Uh, blessed be uh, uh, John Bonsnovi for not inheriting that from his that, father. That super blonde, thin hair that's like really wispy and, yeah, not good. Yeah. So, wait, is that uh, is Raygun related to Daenerys? Yes. That is her father's brother, I think, or it's her brother. That's her brother because John is her nephew. Right. As we find out at the end of this episode, and yeah, yeah, because the hair looks much better on her when she can oh, yeah. braid it. Like maybe if Raygun braided up his hair that nice, but yeah, but he doesn't. No, he. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Or at least you know, get some. Uh, was it uh, Geralt of Riviera from The Witcher? He's, oh, got, yeah. he's got the same kind of hair. He makes it work. It's possible. Yeah, stylize yourself. Whoever he, she's getting to stylize her hair. Get on board. Although he's dead. So whatever. I think we worked out that it has to be the dragons. There's no one else consistently in our life. With what arms? They don't have arms. (laughs) I posted this question on Facebook and someone's like, I always assumed it was with their tongue. I'm like, that's gross. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and it explained the hold as well. Yeah. (laughs) Like, she goes through some pretty epic uh, aerial stuff. A lot of aerial flights. No (laughs) bugs. No, no, not a hair out of place somehow. (laughs) So yeah, nice. Okay. uh, Quick point I did want to cover with you because... During season season seven, sorry, during season eight, you mentioned that you felt like Cersei really was not that bad of a person, and she wasn't yeah. really made out to be much of a villain. Did you get some nice villainy moments from her in this one? Uh, only in words, not in actions, because she bails out on killing people. So it's true, it's true. Like, a lot, lot of mercy for Cersei in this one. <laughs> yeah, and like from context, I like I got like a lot more worse vibes about yeah. Uh, um, John Snowy and uh, Theod and, and Tyrion as well, who apparently fucking iced a bunch of his family. And yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> indirectly for most of them. Oh, okay. Was that like uh, executioner versus the judge sort of uh, situation? No, no, or? no, no. We'll get there. Oh, but, we'll get there. Um, we'll get there. He did. De- he did. I mean, they tell you in this episode, he did shoot his father with a crossbow. But the yeah. kind of fallout from that was the family was then thought of as weaker, and some uh, people got preyed upon that may not have otherwise yeah uh, and my last point is the last sto- the scene between Cecil Lannister and Jamie is uh on that map and uh she says I always thought you were the stupidest Lannister which is something he repeats in season eight and uh. also that map is where they reunite so uh before they get uh all uh before they get all st- Stoned to death. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. And there's one last bit where Jamie is riding out and he puts his glove on his gold hand and one little droplet, uh, droplet, snowflake lands on his glove. It's like, ah, winter is here. Uh, and then you get a shot of the snow coming in, covering that map. So it's like, yes, winter, winter has come both physically and metaphorically to Westeros. Dun, 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 <laughs> now is the winter of this content. Now is the winter of zombie dragons. <laughs> Yeah. Right, that wraps us up. Uh, Last question. How did we get here? Oh, fuck. Yeah, boring fucking diplomacy conversation. So they found out the White Walkers are coming. Maybe we'll see some epic shit with, like, the White Walkers battling their way through an army. I mean, they have to get one in a box. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did now we played what's in the box? How did it get in the box? <laughs> <laughs> we played. There's a snow dragon. How did they get a snow dragon? Yeah, but look. Lastly, I've got to say, fucking hell, what a finale! You know, <laughs> it's just what a boring ass finale uh, <laughs> for season seven. Like, I'm starting to get the frustrations of angry internet at at this point because, like, especially this, and then it led to the things that I've just seen. Yeah. yeah. You had right to be pissed, internet. This is yeah, like because re- it's pretty much for you for, from this straight to the dark night, dark night, long night. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you can see that there was the, all this tension and build, and the last shot we get is him marching through the destroyed wall that's been held for seven seasons, and and lo- a bit longer because the final season was like held over a year or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, this is where we still had hope because I remember watching this wall come down, and be like, oh, it's on. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> as you played the air horns of excitement. Yeah, we'll see what before remember... you played the trombone of disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> wow, instruments they live, they they rule our lives. Uh, no, my last point was going to be so as we go through this uh, season, this one I thought was rushed because they do a lot of teleporting. Like characters just get from one point to another really, really quickly. Oh, little did I know how rushed what things were going to get when mm. we got to season eight. But that's in our past. In our future is the rest of season seven. I'm happy to wrap this up if you're done. Done. All right. Well, that's been Elliot J O'Neill. Laters. I've been BT Calloway, and now our watch has come to an end. No, that's not what I say. What do I say again? <laughs> Now our watch has ended? That's it. Now our watch has ended. Yay, I know the things. Hey! All right, line testing. Mic check. <laughs> yep, I never learned it either. <laughs> I'm 90% sure that's not words. <laughs> I'm Zach Della Rocket, motherfucker. Oh, that's it, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's that song, yeah, where they just introduce themselves. And my guitarist is my Tom Morello. Ha ha, ha ha ha. My gosh, it all fits. <laughs> Every time we do this, I start getting clogged up and I get more and more kind of stuff as we go. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know why. It's weird. My nose knows what I'm doing. It's fucked. Oh, don't tell me at this uh, stage in the game that you're allergic to podcasting. (laughs) No, I'll force my way through.